We're simply bridging the gap and facilitating the scheduling uh, for the individuals in order to connect. You know, whereas before you couldn't just reach out to one of these individuals and be like, hey man, you, would you like to gain? Uh, that, that, that's something that doesn't happen. Uh, whereas we give them the ability to do that. Um, now they can stream if they would like on Twitch or Facebook or whatever platform, YouTube, that they want, but it's not a requirement. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. This episode is powered by J Ventures, a community-driven VC fund in Silicon Valley, in partnership with Lomitech, and sponsored by Homeward Ventures, Hippo Insurance, Upwest, Hillel at Stanford, Leap, and Birthright Excel. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Let's talk about celebrities and fans. Meet Carl Padilla, owner and CEO of CelebGap. Carl created CelebGap as a way to bridge the gap between celebrities and their biggest fans. On this platform, Carl has created a way to be able to send an amazing gift or give yourself a unique moment with a celeb of their choice. From actors and musicians to reality stars and authors, CelebGap makes it easy to connect with just a press of a button. Carl Padilla, welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. How are you doing? Doing good. Excited. Are you ready to talk about entrepreneurship and leadership? Yes, I am. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk about a subject that I, that I really, really am interested in, which is, you know, social psychology. And this is how I put it, because you're talking about audience, fans, and their interaction with, with celebrities. And it's an intricate subject because this is not a normal, you know, a, a normal um, relationship that people would have in their daily life. Often, me as an audience, I look at celebrities as, as you know, different forms of even humans sometimes. And, uh, and I'm really curious to hear how you're leveraging technology and your platform to bridge the gap and to, you know, get a win-win situation. And so, Carl, tell me a little bit about your background, your upbringing, and what led you to start Celeb Gap? Um, really, my upbringing in my professional career has been mostly in sales and recruitment. Um, you know, and, uh, that's how I really kind of built my, you know, my revenue in order to fund this company. Um, but how I really kind of thought of the idea of Celeb Gap is, you know, a while ago I was getting married and, uh, a friend of mine, uh, who happened to be a professional golfer, uh, was golfing with the, uh, music producer of the guy, of of who works with Thomas Rhett. And I happened to be dancing to Thomas Rhett's song, Die a Happy Man. Um, <laughs> so there the record label that he, he works with the guy who owns the record label that works with Thomas Rhett. So he reached out to him, asked him if he could get me something. And on my wedding day, uh, he handed me the gift and it was in an envelope. I opened it up and it was a signed headshot of him. And he said, hey man, I hope you always remember your first dance, signed Thomas Rhett. Coolest gift by far out of all the gifts that I had gotten. Uh, Very cool. So, so, I mean, fast but, forward. But, but Carl, why, why was it the coolest gift that you've gotten? That, I think that's an important question. That's a good question. So, really, I think it was the coolest gift just because the sheer fact of it, the reachability in order to get a hold of someone like Thomas Rhett. I mean, it, it's not exactly an easy feat to do. As well as, you know, the personalization, like we were dancing to Die a Happy Man from Tom, by Thomas Rhett. And, you know, the fact that he got something so personalized uh, and meaningful for me as a gift, it, it, it really, it blew everyone else out of the water. So, you know, 
to continue my story, essentially three years later, uh, you know, that song came on the radio, uh, Die a Happy Man. And I thought back to that scenario of that gift that he got me. And I got, I got goosebumps because I was just thinking, man, that was such a cool gift. If I wanted to replicate that feeling to give to somebody else, you know, was there an avenue? And, you know, there were for video shout outs, but there wasn't really anything for personalized signed autographs uh, directly from the individual. Uh, so what we wanted to do is is really build a platform to have all kinds of ways to connect, not only just video shout outs, personalized sign autographs, but now you're going to be able to do scheduled video game sessions, um, scheduled video calls, any kind of way that you can connect with the individuals, you know, to really bring something that at one point was a once in a lifetime experience. Now your fingertips and really kind of and giving three years of goosebumps to somebody else. So I just wanted to replicate that same feeling. So that's where we really came up with the idea and doing it in an affordable way that didn't take that much money from the individual celebs uh, in order to create the, the, in order for to us to still be profitable and them to also enjoy the experience. Right. And so strategy wise, you have to get a hold of the celebrities as a, as a, you're creating a marketplace, right? So obviously audience like me, I'd love to get an autograph signed by Jerry Seinfeld. Oh my God. But you have to get a hold of Jerry Seinfeld. How, how, what, how do you go about doing that? So we, so I have a big account management team. Um, and what they do essentially is reach out to agencies. We have partnerships and relationships with about 130 different agencies and corporations. Um, you know, that being said, they're in connection with hundreds, if not thousands of celebrities. Uh, so what we have done over the last you know, year is really pitch all the agencies as well as also reaching out individuals. Uh, but we've had more success in reaching it when it comes to bulk celebrities, uh, getting a, a large amount of celebrities and a large amount of reach out to reaching out to individual agencies. Um, which is also in, built into our platform. We have an agent admin portal for all of them to manage and monitor everything going in and out for those individuals. Um, so right. that's where we've really been focused. Uh, but, you know, we have also been individually reaching out through their Instagram emails, uh, DMs, things like that, and scheduling calls. Amazing. So you, you mentioned to me before we started this call that you're, that you're soon launching the next version of the platform. I love learning experiences and i love you know learning as an entrepreneur what you learned from your first from your first version to the second version what 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 kind of things surprised you or what did you learn that wasn't so obvious to you that you then decided to go and implement in the second version so that's a great question uh i definitely learned a lot uh i mean i'm, I'm i learn every single day because you know either something goes wrong or i have to make sure something gets taken care of right. and i learn and i we get better from it. Um, we initially built the platform for video shout outs um, and personalized sign autographs. We realized very quickly that, you know, it was successful. We had, you know, we were doing well, but it wasn't really setting us apart from people like Cameo and, and whatnot. It was really just another Cameo, even though we just took, we took, we take 19%, which I believe that they're up at 25 or 30% um, mm. at this stage. And, um, you know, just, having the discounted rate wasn't enough. So what we tried to do um, 
was obviously set ourselves apart from everyone else. So we tried to do add on a bunch of additional features where when we originally did that, uh, the type of code that we had built the platform built on, uh, it couldn't even with it couldn't withstand the amount of content that it was on it. If they, when I say type of code, I don't know if you come from this kind of a background, but it's almost like a foundation, if that makes sense, of a house. And we were trying to add on three or four more floors, but the foundation couldn't handle it. So we had to rebuild the entire platform to relaunch it, to have all these additional features, you know, and not only just additional features such as video game sessions and, and video calls, but people will also be able to follow the profiles just as you mm -hmm. follow an Instagram profile. So when they go live, you know, everyone gets notified. So in order to right. do this, we realized that the type of code, we had to go back to the drawing board and rebuild it and in a better way, because if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right the first time. Right. Now, if you if you had to go back in time and, you know, speak to yourself as you're starting out to level, but I think that there's an important, important lesson to be shared here for other for other entrepreneurs that, that, that have these great business ideas. Would what would you do differently in, in the planning or, or strategizing behind the technology stack that you're using or the development cycles or, or the people that you work with in the technology scene to be able to make those small agile movements as you're learning about what do your customers and your celebs actually want? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously it's, you know, the saying 2020 hindsight, uh, but uh, hmm. I would definitely take a look at if I had to go back in time, I would have made sure that the code was, you know, scalable uh, so that we were able to obviously continue to level up the platform. Um, and, uh, you know, um, when it comes to, I mean, certain marketing teams that we worked with, uh, I probably would have done a little bit more research. Uh, right. We spent a lot of money on marketing out, out of the gate when we should we should have focused that more towards this 2.0 launch. Um, I don't know. There got a bunch of little things along the way. Uh, one thing I wish we initially did is that we, you know, we we originally had a headquarters and then COVID came out. <laughs> and, you know, to be honest, I, I wish we are, are, had everything set up for at home, uh, work from home at that time. Um, but, you know, we had to learn a lot for that kind of a situation. Um, right. I mean, I don't know. There was a lot of things that we learned over the last year that has really made it to, so that this rollout uh, is going to be a, a lot better. Is this vision for CelebGap, was it always clear amongst your team members? Is this something that you had yeah. to work hard to, to share with them? Or, or was it pretty clear where all of you guys are heading in this ship? So every, I would say the majority of my team members have really been on board and excited about this entire thing. They feel like they're a part of a family. Um, you know, they, they really get excited about uh, really the job in general is really fun. Uh, for especially for an account manager on my team. I mean, yeah. think about it, you're really associating with really big agencies, you know, like in setting up calls with Rock Nation, you know, full screen, having conversations with the WWE, you know, and, and, and you know, the MLB and things like that. Um, so everyone, my team has supported the growth. We, they've supported the time that we've had to take out to uh, take off to rebuild because uh, 
any kind of competitive edge just gives them more of a competitive edge to sell the platform to individual agencies and celebs. Um, right. So I don't know if that answers that, your question. No, no, definitely, definitely. How do you learn about what people want on your platform? So you launch the platform, you're going to launch 2.0. And you're yep. going to see a bunch of data and a bunch of engagement and a bunch of different weird things. What, what kind of process do you as a leader put together to sort of either hold yourself accountable for whether you're going on the right track or, or whether you've been asking the right questions on what you should be working on? Um, so we've always been open to, you know, different, you know, suggestions. Um, and I think that, you know, change is inevitable and that's, you know, something you have to work with, especially when it comes to catering to the needs. You know, when we originally launched, we didn't have an agent admin portal for all the agencies. That's something that we built. You know, some people said they, they weren't into the video shout outs, but if they we had Rock Nation told us if if we had video games, you know, that would be way more of an interest for them. If Tell me a little bit about this video game idea, because that, 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 that sounds so crazy to me. What, what is this video game feature? So you're going to be able to schedule video game sessions with celebs. Um, so they're going to lay out the times that they're going to be available uh, and you're going to be able to purchase them. And they're going to send you the invite at the time you join the lobby and whatever time frame, whether it be 20, 30, an hour that they're going to set aside for the time and then whatever price that they deem that it would be worth it for them, uh, that's what they're going to set it up for. And then individuals are going to be purchasing it. And and then, you know, let's just say for that week, that's their schedule's done. Everyone's purchased up the schedule and then they in two weeks, they renew it and they put out a new schedule and they put themselves right. active. Every single person that follows them is gonna be notified that they have a new schedule of willing to game and uh, people can purchase. Um, so and so just to be clear, you're literally playing, you're playing video games with the celebs. Correct. So you could, you could I mean, and, and you don't have to, it isn't something where it's a, like a Twitch platform where it's gonna be streaming. We're simply bridging the gap and facilitating the scheduling uh, for the individuals in order to connect. You know, whereas before you couldn't just reach out to one of these individuals and be like, hey man, do you, would you like to game? Uh, that, that, right. That's something that doesn't happen. Uh, whereas we give them the ability to do that. Um, now they nice. can stream if they would like on Twitch or Facebook or whatever platform, YouTube that they want, but it's not a requirement. It's really, I just find it fascinating that this is a core feature that you're talking about, you know, and obviously, you know, it's a changing generation and there's different, you know, the, the, the way that the world works. I'm, I'm not a gamer myself, but you know, when I think of what are the top few things that I would want to, you know, the way that I would want to engage with a, with a celebrity of some sort uh, style, you know, my Jerry Seinfeld, you know, gaming, you know, I, it, now it makes sense now when I, when I think about it more critically, but you know, to me, it sounds like it's sort of a, I'm, I'm, I may have an older generation inside of me for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's more of an immersive hanging out that they're right, going to get, right. you know, rather than a video shout out, which is just something that they get, they're not talking back and forth. The individual's just talking into a camera and whether it's wishing yeah. happy birthday or whatever the case may be. Um, and whereas this, you're literally conversating back and forth and hanging out with, you know, your favorite celebrity or whoever it may be, or, you know, or even just a gaming streamer that you follow. I mean, whoever Perfect. decides to be on the platform. Why did you decide to be an entrepreneur? 
Why, why go on this crazy journey, ups and downs, difficulties, happy moments? Why? I would definitely, it, it's, it's probably one of the toughest things that I've ever embarked on. Uh, you know, you see these individuals that are crazy successful and you realize that, you know, they're not like bionic beings, you know, and, or, or have any kind of special powers and they're living incredible lives and they're successful. And, and so I don't know, I, it's something that I, I wanted to embark on and also be one of those individuals. Um, and also I, I, I thought it was, I, I've truly wanted to bring the same feeling that I got from uh, that experience to other individuals. You know, as I mentioned, you can't just reach out to someone and say, hey man, would you like the game? You know, that, that doesn't happen. Um, you know, so being able to bring that experience to people, you know, whether it be for gifts themselves or whatever, it, it, that would bring me joy to see something like that come to life. Um, uh -huh. So something that you created uh, and people that supported it and people that are a part of it, you know, it's just it's a different kind of feeling uh, right. than obviously, you know, working for somebody. Do you think that you would still be an entrepreneur if you didn't have that magical experience of receiving this gift that opened your eyes and, and gave you this aha moment? So I mean, in other words, I'm asking, is entrepreneurship, a, you know, an innate part of you or is this something that you now feel that you are forced to do or, or not a force, but you're empowered to do because you've, you've had an aha moment that, that, you know, now you cannot, you know, sleep at night until you enable in, in a, in a scalable way, many others to have that same magical experience that you've had. So you said, it, do you think I would still do it? If you would still be an entrepreneur in another venture or whether this entrepreneurship was almost forced on you because you have to now solve this problem that you've, that you've discovered yourself. I, I think I, I, I mean, it's a very unique idea that I've embarked on. Um, I don't know if I would go into the tech industry again. Um, I, I, if I was to embark on another venture, um, I, I, because the tech industry is definitely, it's a difficult one. Um, yeah. you know, because obviously, you know, coding and, you know, errors that pop up and, and things like that. Uh, but I, I still th would say that I've enjoyed this experience. It's, you know, brought a lot of joy to me as well as my team and other individuals. Um, so I, I, I would say, yeah, I would, I would, I would jump into it, but I, I don't know if I would go back into the tech industry. I love it. Now I usually ask people where, where they gather their inspiration from in their day to day, but, but I think this whole conversation was about, you know, where, where, where you've gathered your inspiration from and where sort of your vision lies, but take me back a little bit in time, a lot in time, you know, middle school, elementary school. What really fascinates you as a kid? You know, where's your head at? What, you know, as you go about middle school, what, what kind of things excite you or, or interest you? I, I gotta be honest. I mean, I, I didn't, I was, I didn't become ambitious really at all until, I don't know, end of college. So like in middle school, like I, that didn't even come to my head. Like I, I wasn't even thinking about what I was going to do or if I was going to be a business owner or anything like that. I mean, I think life changes 
you know, help you make decisions and, you know, things that happen to you or how well you do in certain things that, you know, pique your interest in others. I, so, like, when it comes to middle school, I was just working, you know, thinking about sports, video yeah. games with kids. I, I wouldn't say I, I was, you know, thinking about being a business owner back then. Got it. And if I would ask different people around you, whether it's your, your colleagues, your, your, your employees, the different, you know, celebrities, what, what are some words that they would describe, uh, Carl? What, what would they say? Um, driven, self-made, loyal, um, empathetic, uh, courageous. Uh, I, I would say the most mostly would be driven, confident. Very, very cool. Carl, I really want to thank you for the time. Uh, I love hearing different journeys and I love hearing different entrepreneurial journeys, uh, especially those that, you know, come up because of, you know, those personal moments. And, uh, and I wish you best of luck with it, with the new launch of, of, of the next version of, of Celeb Gap and trying it out myself. And, and I, like I said, I think it's a fascinating world bridging, you know, these two worlds, you know, the, the audience and fans and the celebrities and, and the whole social interaction that is now being made possible because of technology. I think it's just fascinating. So thank you very much. Uh, best of luck and stay safe and stay healthy. Thank you. You too. Appreciate the time. Uh, thank you.